Hello, stargazers. Welcome to 7th House Astrology, where I take any topic that's astrological or any topic that is related to relationships and romance. I investigate it under the lens of Sinistry Astrology, otherwise known as Love or Relationship Astrology. I am your host, Sandra Meisick, and I'm so glad that you guys have joined me for today. So this episode, I think you guys are going to enjoy because um, we're actually going to deal with relationships where we have the same sun sign. So like say that your partner, like say you're Cancer and your partner is also a Cancer or your partner is a Leo and your other partner happens to be a Leo or you're a Libra and your partner is a Libra. This show is dedicated to you, and I think I think you guys are going to enjoy this because, uh, you know, it's kind of an interesting dynamic. It's something that I, I haven't looked at until recently, but, yeah, very, very interesting dynamic. Something that I also have a lot of experience in. For those of you who've been listening, you guys probably know that as of last year, so like from 2022, to last year, um, my boss, my former boss is a Leo and my coworker, um, his bro- basically the boss's brother. Um, I still work for the same company that I did last year, but, um, my former boss and his brother are both Leos. So I have a lot of experience with dealing with Leo on Leo relationships, which I will relate within this episode. So I, I like I said, I think this will, this will definitely be fun. But to start off with, you know, with my personal take with Leo and Leo, so I've had um, two, you know, actually the perpetrator was a Leo. And uh, I did have a boyfriend back in my 20s who was also a Leo. And then, of course, I've had my work experience just recently with my boss and my coworker also being Leo's. My personal experience is that, you know, while uh, from the get-go, like from the, the beginning, you kind of relate to each other. You know, I think like last year uh, with the coworker, uh, he was related, he related a lot about his brother. And, um, you know, I'll get to this in a moment, but that was unfortunately like a downside that I could recognize in myself. So it's like, ooh, don't do that. But, uh, well, he revealed a lot about his brother. Um one thing that he revealed was that his brother would just come in to his room and shut the television off right when, when he is in the middle of watching a program. And he just mentioned like how that just irritates him and he doesn't know why. And I just remembered um, asking him, it's like, well, your brother's a Leo, right? And you're a Leo, right? J- July the 25th, right? And then uh, we kind of got into a conversation like, yeah, Leo's protecting the castle, you know, don't mess with the castle. Don't mess with our space. Um, we're pretty adamant about that. And we kind of related to each other um, on that one. With my boss, I mean, we've talked about the glyph, like how he wants to get the glyph tattooed on his wrist of Leo. Um, but also, you know, we've related um, about like having our birthdays at the same time. And, you know, just sometimes just with other things that we've had in common. And, you know, I've also seen this with um, the boyfriends, the relationships that I've had. You know, at the beginning, I remembered uh, when I was in my 20s, the Leo that I dated in my 20, in my early 20s, you know, we were both also, his moon was in Sagittarius. My, uh, you know, 
my generational planets were in Sagittarius as well. So we had this very fiery, very philosophical sort of relationship that we kind of, you know, it was kind of appealing to me. I would like to think it was appealing to him as well. But again, something that we also had in common. So when it comes to son-on-son relationships, I think the first thing that I started to notice is that you definitely do have something in common. Well, obviously, because you're the same sun sign. You know, you still have some, you have some traits that you kind of reveal and, you know, that, that can be very attractive um, at first. But then the other side of the relationship that I had was, as I mentioned earlier, there were traits of my former boss and my coworker as well as my two boyfriends, um, who were Leah's, um, who also would display the shadow side of Leo. And I remembered every time I came home from work, I would, you know, apologize to my mom because like, I am so sorry if I've tried to garner attention in this way. I am so sorry if I have been so blunt, you can't even stand it. And all the, you know, the down shadow sides of Leo. But for me, I mean, I kind of noticed that I think we can all say this as human beings. We don't like that pointed out to us. And so I feel like that was like the biggest drawback of all, especially with how my boss would go about getting attention or how his uh, brother would go about getting attention and also go about being, you know, with that bluntness, whereas I had to you know, kind of file the edges down. They, they just refused to do the work. And that's not wholeheartedly what being a Leo is all about. And I kind of felt like I, I, um, being around Leos, I, I kind of felt like my higher spiritual purpose as a Leo or my higher expression of being a Leo. And this is, uh, quoting both Spiller and McCoy authors of spiritual astrology. So the whole point of Leo is to get out of their own egocentric, dramatic point of view and to actually, um, you know, try to be like another person's cheerleader or try to be the cheerleader for all, encouraging everybody to be a part of it, to participate on the stage um, to share the limelight with everyone and really to be, you know, more encouraging of others as opposed to just being, um, having others encourage you. You know, have your others just, you know, encourage you because you're feeling egocentric at the moment. And, you know, I've been trying to accomplish that since my late teens. And, you know, just to be around Leos who, you know, if they didn't get their way, they'd pout or, if they didn't get, if they weren't getting attention, like with my boss, my former boss, if he wasn't getting the limelight or if he wasn't getting attention, he would joke, 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 and make really, really bad jokes, like um, really deprecating jokes, um, not self-deprecating. He wouldn't dare deprecate himself. It's like he starts to deprecate those around him. Like he was deprecating a coworker who was super sweet, super nice. And, you know, just make fun of her, make fun of her age because she was an older lady and then go on and make fun. It's like, he, it's like the, the way that he would joke and gain attention was to make fun at everyone's expense. And for me, it was something where I wanted to deliberately ignore him with that because it was not, you know, useful. It was not a constructive sort of, you know, use of time. Also, I had work to do. 
it's like, yeah, while you're joking and you're, you're able, you want to, you know, show off and, you know, get attention. I have work to do. And also the same with his brother where, um, you know, his, you know, the, my boss would just make jokes at everyone's expense. His brother would start to whine and cry when he didn't get attention. And it's those sort of traits that I, I remember I could recognize those sort of things when I was like in my younger years. But as to the question of, do I do this now? Um, I ha- I felt like I, I went back to self-reflecting on something that I don't really do on a regular basis. And I kind of felt like it caused me to slide back a little. But this is where I wanted to go to the, um, the research uh, for this episode, because I'm kind of wondering um, if my experiences with Leo's, if this is just, um, you know, if this was just, just me, you know, with just Leo's. If it was just my sun sign, because Leo is a big, you know, kind of like with Aries, with Scorpio, with Gemini, with Taurus, it's a big in your face sort of sign. So I'm kind of, I was kind of wondering, it's like, am I not getting along with these guys? Because we're just, we're just a really bold sign. Um, and then also, you know, it's like, what, what are, what, what are the experiences of those who actually have date other signs? who have dated their own sun sign. Much to my chagrin and much to my surprise when I did the um, the research this week was that actually a lot of my research was supporting me on this one. So my experiences are not totally unique. So that's, that's nice to know. That's very nice to know. Um, because like I said, for a while, I just thought it was me, you know, because I, I've, I have, uh, I definitely have differing perspective. I, I, I know as I've grown older, I've also had very differing perspectives when it comes to, you know, personal relationships on my personal front, especially with other Leos. But, um, yeah, it, it was nice to kind of hear that actually this is a unified response when it comes to sun signs. Okay. So the same sun sign relationships. So tarot.com had mentioned that this can be a very tricky relationship to maintain. Uh, I think it was tarot.com or it might've been medium.com that had mentioned that this relationship has the attraction as that of um, a, a relationship that has an opposition. So whereas oppositions are like, you know, Aries and Libra or Taurus and Scorpio or Leo and Aquarius or um, Sagittarius and Gemini, um, where the signs are literally at an opposite angle on the zodiacal wheel, and where the relationship really deals with, yeah, we're two different individuals, we're opposite individuals, but we still attract each other. Um, with sun signs, uh, the same sun signs, there is that same dynamic, that same attraction as with a, an opposition. However, I should also add, it's really like a first house relationship as well. Um, you know, where first house relationships definitely deal with a lot in common, as we usually find with uh, the same sun sign um, relationships. You know, that we have a lot in common. That's really an attracting motivator. Um, it's really kind of like balancing out and rounding out yourself, your sense of self with that of someone else and that someone else is like you as well too. Um, well, it can be tricky. I mean, um, you know, you mirror your good traits as well as your bad of your sign. 
And, you know, that can be very irresistible. I think just that mirror in and of itself is very irresistible. I know when I first actually started to crush and crush heavily on Chris Sarandon in Fright Night, I know I was 18 and I wasn't really very confident um, in myself as a Leo. I kind of, um, I did, this was before I knew my natal chart. I was kind of like, you know, I don't really act like a typical Leo. Am I denying myself, you know, some extra rights? What's going on here? And it was with Chris Sarandon's portrayal of Jerry Dandridge, who arguably I think is one of the sexiest vampire. I think he portrayed, you know, the, the sex in the vampire. He was like one of the sexiest vampires on the silver screen. He kind of ties with Frank Langella with uh, the 1979 version of Dracula. But, um, just seeing him and just seeing where he was very charismatic and very independent. These were traits that I was starting to develop, especially the charisma of Leo. And the fact that he was like developing or that he had not only the presence, which I, I was always told that I had and I never really could see it, but where he had a lot of presence he had a lot of power in that relationship um, when it comes to the equation of charisma. He also had that, you know, that charming sort of warmth, which I was also starting to develop. And just to see, like, how magnetic he was on the screen, on the silver screen, um, how the characters responded to him initially um, before they found out that he was a vampire, um, you know, that was kind of you know, intriguing and also very encouraging to me to still continue on the vein of the, the warmth of charisma and developing that um, and letting the presence and the power kind of follow along, which I, I feel like that's another thing that Leo, the, the whole equation of charisma, I feel like that's another thing that Leos tend to battle with. But while it can be very irresistible to see those good traits that, um, and it can be very encouraging to see the same good traits that you have. Um, it can also be kind of disheartening because again, it's like a mirror. You mirror each other. You mirror the, the good traits, but then there also comes the bad traits. And kind of like I said within the introduction here, um, you know, the bad traits, I think as human beings, we really hate it when we're caught in an act of being bad, if, if you may, or instead of just saying bad traits, exactly our shadow traits, our shadow sides, because that's really what it is. It's like, you know, our darker, um, more or less refined side. And then there's also the, the more enlightened side to us, um, within astrology. But, you know, these sun signs tend to heighten also the shadow sides as well, too, um, that we don't really want to acknowledge that we're dealing, that we actually have. We want to think that we're really good, you know, um, like with a Scorpio and Scorpio relationship, both persons enter the relationship thinking that, you know, I've gotten the, the probing thing under control. You know, I've gotten the telling the, the brutal truth, even if it hurts, under control. I got that thing under control. You know, I, I think I got the whole sensuality sex thing under control, only to find out that maybe, like, within this relationship, what it points out to you is that maybe you don't. And like I said, my personal experience, like, I thought I got the ego and the drama way under control at 39 years, like from 38 to 39 years old, I thought I got that under control. And even when I still associate with these individuals, you know, even at 40, it's like, I thought I, I had all this drama under control. And then these two individuals 
acts dramatically or they ignite the drama somehow. And uh, like I said, I, I hate seeing the drama queen side of me. Um, I'm sure they hate, hate seeing the dramatic, um, overly, you know, groveling, egotistical side to them because, I mean, they, they got like almost to a point where they were whining and crying to me that I wasn't paying enough attention to them. And it's like, uh, dude, do you not know that I have work to do? But, uh, you know, again, I, I hated seeing that side. I'm sure they hated seeing that I was overly independent, you know, and that there were times where I would ice them out because they're being a little too dramatic. Um, you know, either way within this um, situation and with the sun sign relationship, again, um, with that mirror, we hate seeing that shadow side. We hate seeing the ugly side of ourselves, but yet that is exactly what happens with the same sun sign relationship. It's like, oh man. And uh, it kind of, you know, I think it can, exi- I, I think in order to make this sort of relationship work, you have to acknowledge and reflect on the bad as well as the good or reflect on the shadow side as well as the enlightened side of the relationship. And that can be really tough. I think even especially to acknowledge your shadow side and see it being reflected back to you. That's tough. That's tough. And it's tough to navigate in the relationship and move forward from there or try to move forward. Because always in a relationship where you're ready to move forward, the other individual, they might be willing to move forward, but their definition of moving forward is different from your definition of moving forward. So there's that frustration where their their um, addition of moving forward may not match your moving forward, and you kind of get stuck with, you know, expressing shadow sides all over again. So it's it's kind of a, it's a tricky balance for sure. Um, I think Astro Talk had even mentioned that, um, you know, dating or being in a relationship with the same sun sign will determine how well you will be when negative traits are mirrored back to you, like how well the relationship will fare. It's kind of like a test with how well the relationship will fare when these, these negative traits are mirrored back to you. Are you willing to reflect and move forward or do you get stuck? in those shadow sides. I know for me, um, with being with my boss and my coworker who were also Leo's, um, there was a lot of self-reflection and a lot of apologies made to my mom who actually had a same, you know, with my dad, my mom and dad had a same sun sign relationship. They're both Libras. Um, but, uh, I know there were a lot of admissions of, I am so sorry if I'm this way, I'm so sorry if I'm that way, or if I ever have been. And then also just kind of asking myself, you know, is what's being presented in front of me what's actually inside of me? And, you know, again, that's a tough question to battle, um, especially if you're just going to work every day like I was. But within a romantic relationship, to, to be able to deal with that, and also to maybe temper some of those shadow sides. Like, you know, if somebody is being overly dramatic, that prompts you to be overly dramatic right back. You know, how can you temper the drama side? You know, how can you not engage in those shadow sides yourself? And I think that's what a sun sign relationship really teaches you is not only how to be self-reflective when you're not at your most enlightened state, but how to get through it. And, um, 
really try to make sure that you're behaving a bit better despite the muck that might be going on in the relationship um, that that's going on or that that can be going on. And again, you're more empathetic towards one another because you're very similar. The communication styles can also be strong because you're also both similar. Um, I would say now, despite, I, you know, you can kind of see where I lie. You know, I, I thought that the sites this week and my resources this week were quite interesting. <laughs> uh, with um, they, both sites, both tarot.com, astrotalk, I think even medium.com had like a ranking, like who's the best, like to, like, if you're, if you're a Libra, are you better off with being in a, with another Libra? Or are you just better off with being with another sign? But they were ranking like, um, the, the sun signs that most get along with one another in a relationship. And, uh, speaking of Libra, Libra was act so Libra with Libra, you know, two people who have the same sun sign or, or, or who are Libras, Librans, so to speak, they're actually in the good category. So the good category being that Librans are actually more prone to negotiating, to compromising. So two Libras entering a relationship with each other are more able to work it out because they can compromise and they can, you know, they're, they're far more inclined to seeing the relationship you know, to the end, um, with my parents, that was an attesting statement. Um, my mom literally was married to my dad until literally death did them part. Um, my dad passed away two months now. Um, and my dad was also committed to the relationship until death did him apart. And, uh, with Libras, they're more willing to put in the work in the relationship. I think the one biggest drawback is that they heighten each other's indecisions. Um, you know, it's like, should we do this? Should we do that? A lot of times my parents would actually, um, put me in the middle of, you know, their, their indecisiveness and, Hey, Sandra, what should we have for dinner? Hey, Sandra, what should we do? And I, I would have to be the, the final decision maker, even though coincidentally I have a stellium in Libra. So it's kind of interesting, but my Leo side could shine through every now and then. But yeah, with Libras, they are far better equipped, if you may, um, in actually making the relationship work out. Cancer is another where they can make the relationship work out. They're both very, um, very close, very intimate with each other but also they can be very compassionate, um, very um, empathetic towards one another. So those are, those are definite things that could really work for a relationship. Of course, the moodiness. You know, I mean, you think dr Leos can be dramatic. Cancerians can also be a little dramatic um, when they have a certain mood fluctuate. So that could kind of get in the way. But I think with Cancerians, just as much as with Librans, they try to take those negative sides and they try to work it out um, to where they can make the relationship work out regardless. Uh, actually, Pisces was another one. Um, I think Sagittarius was also another one. Now, there were, there were conflicting viewpoints of Sagittarius because of the, the independent nature. But, I mean, you have two people 
in the relationship who are independently natured and they would respect and understand one another, unlike where if somebody were if the other person with the other person in the relationship were of another sign. So that's um I think with Sagittarius that that's in the the you know, they can make it work it work it out. Some sites that said Leo could actually work it out, I cracked up <laughs> because I disagree. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> and it was kind of funny because um, tarot.com, it actually said, this is a volatile relationship. Yeah, Leo with Leo, this is a volatile relationship. And that also made me crack up because I concur, especially after last year with my, my, co my coworker and with my boss. I can so concur. And also with the two relationships I had in my 20s. You know, with the perpetrator um, being one, with um, the other guy who had his moon in Sagittarius being another. It's like that when they didn't get their way, they'd pout, 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 and pout. Well, the guy who had the moon in Sagittarius would pout, 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 and pout. It'd drive me nuts. It's like, I can't, I can't handle this. I gotta go. Bye. Um, you know, the, the perpetrator would try to, um, gaslight me, which is, I think, another shadow side of Leo as well, too. You know, just kind of try to gaslight me in order to get his way. And that was also true with my boss. So I kind of agree it's a volatile relationship, but you know what? Um, for all you Leos out there, if you're in a Leo on Leo relationship and you completely disagree, Please communicate with me. Drop me a line, either at misek, M-I-S-E-K dot Sandra at gmail.com or on my Instagram page at Sandra dot Misek. You know, I, I'd love to hear your comments on this one. If you've made it work, you know, how exactly did you make it work? Um, if it's, if it's really, you know, a great relationship and the best that you've had, please relate some stories. I, I'll, I'll relate them on the air. It, I would really love to hear them because personally, myself as a Leo, I've had some bad relationships with other Leos myself. I'll just be honest. Uh, my, my sun sign, I think my sun sign is the most, the volatile, uh, you know, towards the volatile relationship. But along with Leos, there's Scorpio. There is, believe it or not, Taurus. I think what really causes astrologers to say Taurus on Taurus is not a good relationship is they, while they can be very loving and very creature, you know, like they can be very loving and they can share their creature comforts with the other person. No problem. I think what really kind of puts the nail in the coffin is they're very stubborn. So in the relationship, you'd have two people digging their feet in. Um, on a certain opinion and that, that doesn't always bode very well. Um, and I can, I can tell you from experience, even as being a Leo where Leos can do the same thing. Um, it, it just doesn't bode well. It's not a great relationship, right? That, that's not a great basis. There's a lot of work that needs to be done. Um, is what I would say. Um, Virgos are kind of seen, um, to be on the more volatile side, mainly because while they can support one another, when they start kind of getting into the perfectionistic or the precision side, they could kind of nitpick each other. Again, not a great situation for a relationship. And then there's also Gemini. And I think the biggest thing with Gemini is that they can be a little too blunt. You know, there's like two people, two twins who are being absolutely, who are just basically shooting each other verbally and, you know, proverbially shooting each other in the face. So, um, and like I said, um, the volatile relationships, it doesn't mean like 
avoid these relationships or else you'll have heartbreak. No, I think that if you do decide, like if you're a Leo and you want to get involved with other Leos, I know for me, I felt like I had to compromise all the time. And I think the same, because I know there's, um, there's a Scorpio with Scorpio couple that's out there. That's Sam Rockwell and Leslie Bibb. And they're actually in a common law sort of marriage. Uh, but however, they've made it work out. You know, um, I think that, you know, there's something in their charts that really helps them to make it work out. Also, I think they're doing something as to Scorpios. Um, the Scorpios can be very upfront and in your face. But I think they're doing things like they're seeing the shadow sides with each other, but yet they kind of open up, they kind of talk with one another, and then they also are willing to, you know, negotiate and compromise and maybe do without that particular shadow side and try to refine that shadow side for the other person. It's like they try to take on the shadow sides, not just to, oh, well, I'm a Scorpio, so therefore I'm this, or, oh, well, I'm a Leo, so therefore I'm that. You know, it's more, um, yes, I'm a Scorpio. Yes, I can tell you the truth, even when it hurts. Yes, I can probe and probe and probe. That's my natural nature. But, you know, it's causing you a lot of pain. And, you know, I'm willing to negotiate on that one. I'm willing to, you know, back off a little bit because I don't like seeing you in pain. I, I, I love you and I don't like seeing you in pain. So, I mean, little negotiations and compromises such as that um, are really needed for Leo, Scorpio, Taurus, Gemini. I would say Aquarius is in there. Virgo's in there. You can definitely make it work out, but there's, you know, again, there's a ton of compromises that have to, that have to be made. Like with Taurus, um, when both persons are digging their heels in one person, you know, it's, I'd say actually both people have to be willing to say, you know what? I love you. And you know what? This issue is not that important for me to dig my heels into the ground. So I'm willing to let go of this issue. It's like this issue I'm going to hang on to. This issue I'm going to be stubbornly agree. I'm going I'm to hang on to this stubbornly. But this issue, I can learn to let it go. You know, I'll learn to let it go for the benefit of the relationship and, you know, and not to hurt you anymore. And I feel like both partners would have to have that give and take. With Virgos, again, um, that precision um, method. You know, it's like, hey, you know what? I'm starting to nitpick. I'm going to back off. It's like as much as I like things to be precise, this doesn't have to be precise. I'm going to back off a little because I love you and I don't want to pick you to death as I pick myself to death. And, you know, to have both partners do that is also true. Leo is pretty obvious. Relinquish the damn spotlight. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. You know, being willing to compromise, to not have your way all the time, being willing to get out of the limelight. I mean, that's that would be the big thing for me where there's compromise. And I think, you know, it, as long as two people truly love one another um, in a relationship, I think that, you know, again, you're willing to make those sacrifices in order to make that relationship work out. There's always a situation, though, with sun signs. Where one person's willing to do the work and then the other person just kind of lets the other person do the work and then they don't do the work. Um, 
I've come into this relationship myself with Leos. Uh, I'm sure there are others who've had, um, you know, their, their sun signs mirrored back to them where they're like, yeah, the same, you know? And again, both people, if, if two people really love each other equally, both people should be willing to do the work. And, you know, like I said, filing those rough edges with those shadow sides. The other recommendation that I have when it comes to dating someone in the same sun sign as you is take a look at their moon placement as well, too. Because while you guys may have the same sun sign, you don't necessarily have the same moon sign. And the moon sign is kind of what motivates each other. I had to learn this the hard way last year with my boss and with my coworker. It's like, oh, my God, we're both Leos. How is it that they're stuck in the stage that I was in when I was in my teens? And and here they are. They still have their way to work up to where I'm at. It's like, this is so frustrating. Yeah, and it, it, it was just, it was one of those situations where I had to say, no, that's, I'm not the one who hogs the limelight. That's on them. <laughs> but, uh, you know, when taking a look at their moon signs, which kind of, you know, it's our inner behavior it's our soul sign um, that also brings our motivations to the surface. You know, even though we might be the same sun sign, our moon signs will um, give us why um, the why we act the way that we act. So, you know, like with my boss, why in the hell he was using these really deprecating almost actually they weren't they weren't deprecating. They were just mean, mean old jokes just to get attention. Well, and, and why would he drink? a boatload of coffee before he does this. Like he'd have his own espresso machine at his desk and drink like at least like 10 shots and then bounce around and also make fun of everybody, you know, in order to, to get a laugh and, you know, also be relevant in the moment. The reason for why is that, you know, his, I couldn't, um, I think I saw a general chart of his now his moon might be a different position, but I'm sorry. His moon being in Gemini makes a lot of sense. You know, the joke, 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 and not really shutting up until he made a joke or until, you know, people, I think a lot of my coworkers had to fake laugh just to get him off their back. Um, and I did not blame them, quite frankly, but that to me is a shadow. So even though it's a shadow side of Gemini, you know, Geminians are known not only for their wisdom and for the knowledge that they cultivate, they can also be known for, I'm going to talk and I'm going to talk, I'm going to communicate and I'm going to communicate what I've learned, whether or not you guys like it. And if you guys are annoyed, well, too bad, because I'm just going to do it anyway. And that was so my boss. And I feel like the, the need for communication, um, not just for the need for the spotlight, but the need for communication at all times, by the way, really um, made a lot of sense for his motivation to seek the spotlight the whole entire time. His brother also, coincidentally, Eros brother also has um, his moon sign in Gemini. What was also interesting is that he's on the cancer cusp. And I'm kind of, um, whereas one brother was expressing the Leo side of July the 25th. The other brother was expressing the cancer side, which is kind of similar, but not really. Um, so like I said, he would cry and start whining when he wouldn't get attention. Whereas the brother would just start trying to talk, talk, talk and get attention that way. But uh, with his brother, um, it kind of made sense. You know, his motivation with the Cancerian side is obviously to make really close connections 
with winning the limelight. So that really kind of informed me a little bit more of why he did what he did. And also, too, you know, he was as, just as much of a blunt communicator as his brother. So that, that moon sign in Gemini also informed me. Now, why it disagreed with me, even though Gemini and Libra can get along rather well, you know, my moon's in Libra. And honestly, some other shadow sides that I saw with my boss were he tended to favor the people, people who would kiss his ass, basically. Like when he was searching for the limelight, getting attention, getting attention, getting attention, he, um, you know, he would favor those who would give him the attention as opposed to those who wouldn't. I know I was always at the bottom of the totem pole, even though I worked very hard. Um, you know, I worked very hard to keep my job and to sustain my position. Even though I was a hard worker and it was pretty obvious that I was, the fact that I was not in the favorites, you know, the fact that my merit um, was not making a dent, it was just how much I'm kissing his ass made a dent, really irked me big time. And, and that makes a lot of sense because, like I said, with Libra, that's a sense of fairness. You just tipped my scales. Also, you know, um, making mean jokes. That's also Libra is so about being polite, minding your P's and Q's, or having blunt verbal diarrhea, which both brothers ended up having. You know, for the Libran sensibilities, very much like a Virgo sensibility, they let, you know, Vir Libra's like P's and Q's and manners. So the, the blunt edges for me did not always go very well. And I, it, I can kind of see why I wanted to ignore them. It's like this is unrefined. Um, this is an unrefined expression of Leo. And uh, not only that, but, um, you know, you're kind of, you know, you're also engaging in inequity, unfairness. I don't support that. So I don't support you. And that's, I think, where um, our motivations were lying. If I take a, a leadership position, I'd rather it be fair that everybody um, is listened to that everyone's input is listened to. I also value those who, um, those manager, those sort of managers as well too, you know, managers or leaders who also do the same thing. Um, and that's a very different ball of leadership than like, say somebody has a moon in Gemini where it's just all about them. So um, I would just say within the same sun sign relationships, um, definitely take a look at that moon sign that can kind of inform you why the person's expressing your same sun sign the way that they're expressing it. Um, also, I would say take a look at the, as always, take a look at the Venus position to see how they express love or how they factor love in the relationship, um, if they value it or if it's kind of on the back burner for them. Um, and, you know, taking a look at all those inner planets too, uh, not just Mars, because I know Mars is just the passion, but, you know, like take a look at Venus, take a look at Jupiter, see how long that relationship would last. I'd say with my boss and my coworker, not very long. <laughs> I'd say our Jupiter positions were not at, they were at odds with the, with each other, just as much as our, our moon signs kind of cracks me up because, um, it's kind of equal, you know, this is the other um, com complicated thing with sun sign relationships. They can be so irksome, but yet they can be so hilarious when you have them. When you look back on them and you just see the what was going on, it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> 
it's just it's uh, very um, very fun in that way too. It can be very kind of funny and out loud hilarious um, when you get a distance from it. But uh, that's what I would also recommend is you know take a look at the other points in each other's charts to get the whys, the hows, and you know um, kind of seeing like what's behind that facade of being the same sun sign. Well, stargazers, I really hope that this this episode's kind of short and sweet, but I really do hope that it helps. Again, if you're in a same sun sign partnership, like if you're a Libra and you're with another Libra or you're a Scorpio with another Scorpio, please uh, drop a line for me at mysic.sandra um, at gmail.com or again at sandra.mysic. Um, that's M-I-S-E-K. Um, I'd love to hear stories, good, bad, or otherwise. I'd love to hear them, um, to be honest with you. And like I said, you'll get the added benefit of me sharing it on the air. So I'll be, I'll be great. But um, otherwise, stargazers, do not be afraid to look up at the stars. We're kind of approaching new moon, I believe. So the sky, sky is kind of darkening a little bit with the constellations coming more into place, which is nice for that. I'm sorry with, uh, you know, you'll see with the chart of the moment episode next week, little tease for next week. Um, with the chart of the moment, we have a couple of transits with Uranus, which has been causing some craziness. So in order to pause from that, it's great to look up at the stars and also at the 12 constellations that inspired our zodiacal wheel. I also like to say, um, between next this week and next week, Stargazers, please be safe. Um, I know there was a huge accident on Central Park Boulevard on Friday of last week. Um, so bad that cop cars had to barricade that street. Um, please do be safe out there, Stargazers. Um, and please make sure that you're safe behind the wheel and that you're taking good and great care of you, as always. And also, I do hope that between now and next week, I find you well. And until then, Stargazers, I will talk with you then. For as little as $2 a month, you can become a Patreon to this podcast. Please visit patreon.com forward slash 7th house astrology for more details.